Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi everyone, Lucy Kippist here. I'm the editor of Flying Solo and the host of this podcast, where we peek inside the everyday lives of our inspiring small business community. When you started your small business, you probably had a clear idea of the vision and mission. Do you feel like your business adds value to your life? Hopefully your answer to that question is a resounding yes, but if it was anything less than yes, then you have some work to do in terms of defining and articulating your vision, mission and values. Helping small business owners do exactly that is the purpose of today's guest's work. Welcome to business strategist Nada Jamal and Martha Travis, a human resources consultant. Thank you. Thanks, Lucy. It's great to have you both here. So I guess to get started, let's talk about what a vision and mission statement is, because while we can assume that most of us have done that work, maybe some of us haven't, or maybe some of us associate that work with different terms. So Nada, can you help us out with a bit of a definition on those terms? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I'm sure that you'll notice that every major company in the world does have a vision or mission statement. So some examples may include Amazon.com. Our vision is to be Earth's most customer-centric company to build a place where people can come to find and discover anything they may want to buy online. That's one example. Another one is Google's mission is to organise the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. So really a vision statement is a broad inspiring image of the future state a business aspires to reach. It describes without specifying how aspirations will be achieved or when. It is ambitious and forward-thinking. It's not about where the organisation is now. It's about what the organisation will be or aspires to be. A vision statement needs to describe aspirations and intent, be inspirational for your staff and customers, project a compelling story, paint a clear picture, use engaging and descriptive language, be realistic and also align with your company's values. And why do you think every business needs one? In order for a business to achieve success, it does need to know where there is. So where is that destination? So creating, so working on creating a vision will contribute to the success of the business. It will also provide a clear criteria or a measuring stick for decision-making. So whether the business is looking to develop a comprehensive marketing strategy or the vision statement. So if major initiatives do not support the overall business vision, chances are that they aren't worth the investment of time and money. It's also important to note that employees, business partnerships and customers are major contributors to building a successful business and they will also need a strong, clear vision statement. Now, employees need a vision that they can actually embrace, get excited about and be motivated by. So 
you need to really think how you will communicate your vision to your employees once you have created it and how can you inspire them to nurture and support your vision on a daily basis in everything that they do. So how can you empower and motivate them to feel the ownership of the company's future and their stake in it? And I'm sure Martha will go into, you know, into that much deeper than what I can. Okay. Martha, did you want to pick that up now? Did you want to add something to that now? Sure. Engaging your team with your vision is is part of that engagement. And it's it's what Simon Sinek talks about as being the why for employees. So why are they going to work? What's the purpose? What what is the organization contributing to the lives of people in the community or you know global matters, you know, whether it be environmental factors and things like that. So, you know, really understanding the why is is a key component of engaging um, any people that are coming into your organisation. Yeah, great point. And I think what I'm hearing there is ultimately what it does is if you've got a strong enough statement that you've really considered that becomes a bit of a litmus test for any decision that you make through the business moving forward, regardless of your position in the business. But it gives you a sense of like, does does what we're about to decide align with our very clear mission, vision statement? Yeah, absolutely. So with that in mind, Nada, how would you then go about creating something that was quite compelling in terms of your vision and mission statement? Well, there are some simple steps to follow. So first of all, you want to start by looking at your strengths and weaknesses from the perspective of everyone who does business with you. So you'll want to do a bit of an analysis on where you stand now and you can create a chart of your company's unique strengths and weaknesses. So you want to think about your strengths and weaknesses from the perspective of customers, staff, management, um, vendors, suppliers, For example, what would your customers say about your customer service standards? Would this area be considered a strength or a weakness? Um, What would your staff say about training and professional development opportunities? And what do you think about your income and your overall financial growth? And then step two would be to really analyse your observations and remember that your weaknesses do represent great opportunities for change and improvement while your strengths need to be nurtured and developed. So you want to take a look at what you've written and then you want to answer the following questions. So what does the overall picture look like? How does the overall picture align with the dream you have for your business or your values? What great achievements and qualities exist in the strengths section and what opportunities exist in the weaknesses section? Then what you want to do is once you've assessed where your business stands today, where do you want it to be? So what opportunities exist? So you can then take these strengths and opportunities you've identified in the first step and then the analysis you completed in step two, and you start describing them in words. So, for example, you can use, say, three sentences that describe the future state of your business. So one example could be, so, for customers to be a regional leader in customer service, for staff to inspire and develop our professionals. Then 
what you want to when you deter you want to determine what opportunities and aspirations are the highest priorities for you and your business and once you have finished your list you want to take the top three to five sentences to combine them into a cohesive paragraph and you want to be able to refine the statements so that they are broad, future-oriented, and use words that reflect your values, priorities, and dreams. Then you, you would really need to refine your statement so that it is smooth, clear, and easy to understand. Also, you need to also consider that you want to be including your employees in your vision creation process and ask them for feedback as well. That sounds great. So both Nada and you, Martha, have mentioned um, the people in an organisation a few times there. So, Martha, when we are putting together our our strategy here, how are the people in our organisation linked to that? Well, from my perspective, everyone associated with your brand should be linked to your marketing strategy. You, your employees, your personal or your referral partner, your, your intimate partner and your referral partners, your network, because what people um, are saying about you should align with the messages that you've developed in your marketing strategy. So those key words that you develop as part of your, you know, your SEO list or your marketing branding list, they should be peppered throughout any of the communications that affects of your business, not just when you're putting a social media post up or something like that. And your marketing is not only what you do, but it's also who you are. And and I think that that's potentially um, a piece that the business owners will will miss is that they'll focus a lot on what they do, but maybe not talk so much about who they are and what they represent because that's really important with that um, know like and trust piece because if we feel an affinity to the person that's selling the product or that's providing the service, we're more likely to buy from them than we are just by reading what it is that they do because they're probably one of thousands that offer the same product or service. So it's really the person behind it that can make a difference. So, you know, for for me, for example, I promote the fact that I'm environmentally conscious and and the people in my circle know that I don't do paper. So they don't even offer me a hard copy. They'll just say, oh, I'll send you that via a link or, or I'll send you an email with that. And that really helps build in my market who I am and what I stand for. There is a note of caution, though, because it can actually also act as a negative. So being careful about how what we say about ourselves and our thoughts, particularly in social media, um, is important because we could actually end up alienating a whole group of people. So if there's a really you know, a polarizing topic that's being discussed, and, and so examples might be you know Black Lives Matters or the Trump election or in Australia and current right now is vaccinations and whether or not you should have one. These are really polarising topics and, you know, so while it's good to know where you stand, you also need to be thoughtful about whether or not you want to be known for standing for that and what that might mean for your for your brand, your personal brand and the brand for your business as well. Um, so that's fine. You might decide that you don't want to deal with anyone who isn't prepared to have the COVID vaccine, which is entirely your choice to do that. But then if that's your choice, then then do it with intention. So don't accidentally do it. Yes, good point. And so if you have, you know, created these um, these core values, um, how do you turn the people in your organisation into brand ambassadors for those values? Sure. You and anyone you employ or those personal or referral partners that I talked about before, 
can be and, in my view, should be uh, walking billboards for your organisation. So the only way that they can do that is by knowing knowing about what your, your vision is, what your core values are, uh, what you're trying to achieve from a sales and marketing perspective. So, you know, do you have an elevator pitch? And if so, do the key people in your circle um, who can market your business through what they say, do they know what that is? You know, are you and your employees and partners clear on what services you offer? That little opportunity, an open door, and if you didn't know that you could jump in with that service, then you might have that chance. So, you know, knowing your you and your employees being clear on what you're comfortable sharing your actual sales number or your actual um, revenue targets with someone as a referral partner, but you can certainly give them an idea about, you know, the amount of growth that you'd like to experience. And they can really then help you be pretty clear on those things because they're, they're inside your organisation and they should have a clear understanding of how their role contributes to those outcomes. Because, of course, a feeling of contributing to a, a positive outcome for the organisation is key to that to that, that employee or that partner's engagement with your organisation. So I know, for example, when I recommend someone to someone, right, so I do a connection through my network um, and then later that person with whom I made, you know, fixed up that connection, comes back and tells me that it had a really positive impact, I get a really nice feeling about that. I feel like I've actually, you know, had a positive impact and I've made a difference in their lives and that of their business. So, you know, not being afraid to share your elevator pitch or asking for people to promote your business is is actually well, by doing that, you're actually giving them the opportunity to feel good about themselves. So rather than feeling like you're asking a favour, actually feel like you're giving them the opportunity to to give back and to feel good about themselves because they'll get a nice dopamine hit. <laughs> Absolutely. And obviously that kind of positive emotional response uh, has a positive effect on the rest of the, the output and the team and, and everything that's happening within the business. Absolutely, yes. That's fa- fascinating stuff. So Martha and Nada, you guys are um, about to run um, a workshop in the coming weeks um, exploring a lot of these themes for small business owners. Did you want to give a bit of a plug for what that workshop is, when it is, and what people can expect if they sign up? Yeah, I, I'm happy to do that. So we, we are doing a workshop and the topic is why having a clear vision, mission and values drives business success. The plan is that it will be a very interactive workshop and it's focused focused for business owners and leaders. And by attending, um, participants will get an understanding of the importance of, of having a clear vision, a mission, a set of values, and to be able to provide direction for their business plan, their marketing strategy, and the focus of their people, and also the tools to create them. So it's the idea is to put business owners and leaders in the driver's seat, knowing exactly where they're headed, what that destination will be. So in the session... We'll talk about how to tune into your true values, get clear on your actions and success, increase your influence with your team and build your vision for business success. Um, And as I mentioned, participants will also gain access to free resources, some tips and tricks um, to really help them build foundations for a successful business. We're doing it via Zoom on uh, the 9th of March at 4pm and, um, um, yeah, so we we look out for it. We can, um, I'm sure Lucy would be happy to share a link with you. Fantastic. Thank you both so much for joining us on the podcast. And if anyone would like to find out more about your businesses, do you want to give us a bit of a plug for either of your websites? Or your- Go ahead, Martha. Okay. Well, I'm easy. I'm 
marthatravers.com. So if you go there, you'll find all of my resources and all the ways that you can contact me. Easy to remember. And what about you, Nada? My business is magnusbusinessbuilder.com. Brilliant. Thank you both so much for joining us on the podcast and all the best with the workshop. Thank you.